What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's Frank Blanco with another episode of uh, No Father, No Problem with a main man, Chinook Cedillo. Hey, Frankie, what's going on? And we're back with another episode, and today we got a special guest, someone who I've been uh, wanting to get on because he's got a really big personality, and he's a, he's a trooper, man. This guy, uh, he showed up, he's sick. I think he's a little too sick to be sitting this close to us, <laughs> but we don't have two mics, so he kind of has to sit this close to us. Uh, today we got uh, Louis Gerdo here with us. Lou? That'll be me, man. Hey. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for joining <laughs> us, Lou. And under your condition, I hear that you're sick, so you might cough a little bit. You might... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get cough a little bit, you know. Hey, thank you for showing up, Lou. No, 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 I like it here. I like you guys, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, good, good. <laughs> Frankie, how was your week, man? Hey, uh, uh, I had another great week, man. Productive week. Uh, I like to stay busy, but uh, the last time I talked to you guys uh, about my gym experiences and uh, trying to lose weight, mm -hmm. and I was stuck on the same weight for like two and a half weeks, man. It was like demoralizing, you know. You put a lot of work, but since then, I dropped uh, dropped uh, like ten pounds, man. Really? Since the like last that, time you the last yeah. time you were working out. Oh, I heard that. I heard and, you and, saying and, that in one of your podcasts. It's like psychological yeah. warfare, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you do keep, so you keep much. working out and then nothing happens, you and know? Then, and, then, and then from there, and it's been like a, a little over a week. And like, you weighed myself twice and blam, man, you know? 10 pounds later. Yeah, like between, yeah, 8 and 10, you know, like roughly, you know? It's pretty pretty cool, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? My, my wife's been giving me shit. She's like, you got to start working out. You got to start working out. I tell her, my, my excuse right now is I don't like the weather. I want. I like to get out, yes. ride my bike, and right now this this ain't bike riding weather. This is this is not. Uh, this is not the kind of weather I, I like. You know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you work out, it's like a psychological high. Yeah. Like I, I almost came over to over here without a shirt right now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Show off your new body. Oh, right? oh, oh, my new long has, You know. Shit, man. Like my like my brother said, you're gonna get arrested. <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, man. Showing all that freaking fat. Man. Yeah, ex exactly. And you're my man. And like I'm fucking ripped. You know. Yeah. I'm like two sixty. I'm ripped. <laughs> In but comparison to who you were, you are you are doing yeah, better, you right? Yeah, so so we're we're doing good, bro. You know, just just gotta keep on trucking, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's rough. <laughs> you know what? Uh, um, the reason I wanted to have Lil on was because we're at the office and we sit down and he's got some cool ass stories. Because uh, Lou, you're uh, sixty years old. Sixty, yeah. So you turned yeah. sixty about what, uh, three four months ago. August. When was that? Yeah, yeah. yeah a few yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah, I'll be sixty one. Yeah, that's I'm freaking 61. You know, man, like, you look good for your age. You're like 60 going on 40, bro. Like, yeah, well, you know? I tell you what, I'm one of those immature 60-year-olds. Why? You know, attitude, I'm not, right? I'm not a 60-year-old virgin, but I'm... <laughs> But I'm an immature 60-year-old, oh, man. That's the only way we were going to be able to get you here, Lou. You know, if you because were a, a mature... mature? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we can't get no regular six-year-olds here. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, I need no. a walker, you know? Yeah. Man. Hey, so check this out, man. So I was showing my mother, talking about being immature. A couple of days ago, man, at a, at a, uh, a tire shop, you know, and then I see like a 72 or something like that, one of those old vehicles. And my mom, because I was going to leave my daughter's truck at this place, I, you know, my mom was with me. I go, Mama, come here. Let me show you something. I go, she goes, what is it? What is it? I go, look at that car, man, from the 1970s. Remember those? And she goes, oh, yeah, me, I remember those. The hippies used to have those. And I go, the hippies? What do you mean? I had one of those. We all had one of those. And he goes, that's because you were a hippie. I was like, <laughs> Uh, and you were a hippie your whole life, and you didn't know that your mom told you? No, no, I'm a fucking hippie with no hair. Man. Oh, <laughs> damn. 
Ah, getting hate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all into that category. We were all like disco guys with no hair knots because yeah. we, we had oh, a bunch of hair Oh, the fucking disco was great, man. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Dude, when, I tell you what, I came here to California from Colombia after the whole military thing. And anyhow, yes. so I come here to, to California and then it's all about disco, man. And I go, God. Damn man, this is a good place, you know. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I've been they, missing out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was missing out in Texas, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I come here with all the fucking disco and shit, with yeah. all the Mexican oh, shit. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, good time. Yeah, man, I had a fucking ball, man. You, you, know? you know what? There's there's one story that you, you told me that I I repeat and I and I know that as I repeat it. I, I, I add a little or I, I lose a little. <laughs> I lose a little bit. <laughs> the legend grows. The legend grows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, there's one story that you know I wanted to talk to you about, and it, not just so that you can tell a story, we wanted to add a little bit to it. But yeah. you were born in Colombia, correct? Yes. Your dad is from Hungary. Hungary, and your mom is from Colombia. Colombia. Okay. Uh, what, how old were you when you came to the United States? We first came when when I was 11 years old, mm-hmm. but we could not stay. We were told that no, we we wouldn't be. My dad thought we could because see, my dad. Everyone gets deported from every country. Doesn't just happen in the U.S. In Colombia, my dad was told by the DAS, by the DAS, they said, you know what, man, you can never get the, the equivalent of a green card in Colombia, or not at the time. Mm-hmm. You got to keep renewing and renewing, and they finally said, no, yes. you got to leave. And he's like, man, I got wife, I got kids. And we go, we don't give a shit, that's your problem. So we thought we could come to the U.S. anyhow, 11 years old, they didn't let us stay, so I had to come back when we were when I was fifteen. You're fifteen years no, old. No, I turned fifteen here. You turned fifteen. Yeah, you got your quinceañera here. Yeah, no, no, no. But my cousin, who's from Arkansas, man, she gave me a big old fucking kiss. Oh, that. <laughs> hey, hey, that is a South, though, you know. Yeah, yeah she is from Arkansas. So that's she, appropriate. She. Oh, oh no, she was very inappropriate, man. From from from, from El Dorado, Arkansas. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Sometimes my cousins down there, no. Yeah, it's all good, you know. No, no, check it out because we, because my family, half of the family is white. Yes. I have that side of the white family, you mm-hmm. know, the, the redneck family. You know? <laughs> I mean, these are true rednecks. Yeah, right? yeah. Or, or southern or, you no, know, no, 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 country. No, 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 country. No, no, real rednecks, you know, the trick. Even my ex-wife who was Mexican, you know, when we, when we got out of a... Out of the house, she goes, my God, your family's trailer people. And I go, yeah, they are, you know, they it, really are. They they take the whole a la prima se la rima to a whole new fucking limit, huh? You know? uh, well, I tell you what, man, my prima, mm-hmm. you know, that would be who, that'd be my dad's sister, mm-hmm. would not let her be with her husband by herself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Arkansas, Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I apologize to those of you from Arkansas. I, I truly do. I love Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We don't have that many listeners. And I doubt we have anybody listening oh from Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lou, when um, you were here in the United States, you were telling the story. You went back to Colombia. Yes. Did you go back vacation, go visit somebody, alguien hospital? You know, there's always... I finished high school. Mm-hmm. I finished high school in Houston. So you were 24? No. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no. I mean, you're a smart dude. You, you were 18. Okay. Let's see. 1977. I was 19. Okay. Yeah, I was 19. I was 19 when I finished high school. So, and I lived with my mom. 
But my dad and my brother, they lived in Colombia. I was going to go visit them. Mm-hmm. So I went to visit them. And on the, so, you know, at the time, this is 1977, man. You, I mean, this, you know, were expensive plane tickets. And yes. Anyhow. So um, on the way back, you know, I presented myself at the airport. And as I was trying to leave, the guy from the DAS, the same guys who had told my dad he couldn't stay there. What's DAS? DAS, El Departamento Administrativo de Seguridad. Okay, so it's DAS. DAS, I'm a little drunk. So. Uh, oh, okay. Guys. Yeah, DAS. See, see, I'm one of those guys that get drunk. It's a like, Homeland Security for Colombia. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, but the they got disbanded because they were so corrupt. So they were disbanded like 10 years ago or something yeah, yeah. like that, yeah. But anyhow, the DAS said, where the hell do you think you're going? And I go, well, I'm going back home. I live in the U.S. And they go, well, we don't care. Your passport is Colombian. And I go, yeah. And they go, so, well, where's your military card? And I go, I don't have one. You don't understand. I live in the U.S. And they go, no, you're the one who doesn't understand. You're Colombian. You need a military card. Go, well, how do I Crazy. get one? Yeah. Yeah, so, I, well, how do I get one? Goes, well, you got to present yourself. Uh, fuck, okay, so I'll go present myself, you know. So then um, I went back to where my, my, my brother and my dad were living at. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, I couldn't leave, you know, this and that and the other. I presented myself and, um, and you know, <laughs> I was knocked off the line, man. I mean, at the time, mm-hmm. the way, and this is, I don't know if you, I mean, this is crazy, but the way it worked out there is that we presented ourselves so, I mean, people presented themselves every single day because yes. you have you have to present yourself. Yes. And then they choose who goes. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they make a choice. So they choose who? Well, I got chosen. We were all naked. We were all fucking naked, man. And we are walking on a straight line past a sergeant who's who's got a fist like this, and he's looking at all of us. You know, first we went past the guy who's looking, I think it was like the medical, you know, whatever. First we went past him and then we kept going. And once we went past the sergeant, he kept knocking people off on the shoulder. He knocked you off the line. Boom, boom, boom. Not everyone. Some people got knocked off. I got knocked off. Yes. I didn't know why did I get knocked off until he said, those of you who were not knocked off, you keep going, you can go home. Those of you whom I knocked off, you stay here. You're in the Colombian military. Oh, man. Yes. So you were, from one minute, you're on, in, in the airport ready to fly back home to come back to your mom. Yes. And the next minute, you are enrolled in the Colombian military. Yes. You are, what's your title? Private? Well, I think recruiter. At, the, at first, rec- recruit, recruit. Okay. But then I, uh, I distinguish myself. Oh. <laughs> Why is that? Because you took your clothes off? Or what does that mean? <laughs> I was good at all of the training that we had. We, you know, we really had to go like, you know, how to, you know, how jungle to, warfare. Yeah, right? how how to take up someone on a hill, you know, if they, you know, that type of thing. So I distinguish myself doing those things. So I was called a distinguido. Distinguido. And, yeah, and un distinguido. Is the same as un dragoneante. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's what would what would the dragoneante? What what would that translation be here in English? I wouldn't know, man. Like it just it only means a dragoneante 
only means that you were like you, a dragon slayer. Yeah, man. yeah, no, yeah. no, you, you had badass, man. You, know? you distinguish yourself at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I lived in TJ for a few years. You know, no. because I go in the summer and all that. You know, uh, grandparents. Yeah, uh, southern Mexico. You know, my my mom's like, you gotta know where, where real life is, right? So she sent me to 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 relatives for the summer, right? In Tijuana. In Tijuana or in Durango, you know, all over the place. Yeah, relatives. And uh, I have friends down there, and when they told me that something similar, when they turned 18, yes, they had to present themselves, yes. But over there is like a lottery, like uh, they have a, you know the like balls in a giant uh, basket, yeah. And you put your hand out, and the balls drop into your hand, and uh, everybody has what one color of the ball is in the military. And if you're not, you you you're safe, you know, you don't have to serve in the military. But that's what it is in, over there, you know. So uh, I think it was said like a yellow ball. So everybody's in line. And you're getting a ball coming out of the little um, the, the tumbling thing, yeah, yeah, the tumbling thing. So whoever has <coughs> the, the, the the like a yellow ball, mm -hmm. you're in the military. If not, you you're honorable discharge. Like you presented yourself, oh. they didn't use you. You you're cool, you know. And how long is the military in, in Mexico? I no idea. I think like six years, something like that. Nah, that's I'm just lot. saying. Oh, that's, man, that's way too long. How long I'm was, just, I'm nah, just, it was a year in Colombia. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like three months of training. Nine months out there in the oh, jungle. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so your title was Dragoniante. No, I, I was, it was a recruit. Yeah. Distinguido, Dragoniante no, Distinguido. Nobody calls you Dragoniante. Yeah. It, some people may call you Distinguido. Disculpe. Distinguished. Distinguished. Distinguished? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Disculpe Distinguido. ¿Me entiendes? Even though there's no rank mm. for Distinguido, but they know you're a Distinguido. It's like word of mouth, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the Dragon Ante, that sounds fucking cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. If Harley Davidson made one, I'd buy one. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I have the Harley Davidson Dragon Ante. Fuck it. Dude. You know what? Um, you're, uh, you tell me stories about Colombia and whatnot and the, the military, and you say how there's a lot of corruption. Uh, let, let me ask you a question. Here in the United States, there is no mandatory time you know no every, everybody's got to be recruited you got to volunteer right yeah. unless we're in the middle of a war where you get um selective service yeah, yeah you, yes. get, you get put in you know it's a do you think that the united states should do the same thing everybody should at least do two years in the military and and if well do you think they, they should you think it should be mandatory over here i think so why why is that i i think uh Especially a young generation, they take everything that America is for granted, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like kids, like for example, my I have a nineteen year old. Mm -hmm. That guy's a big ass mangina, you know. <laughs> uh, he, he that dude's giant, <laughs> and I, I'm trying to talk him to the military because I mean he didn't play high school sports or nothing, so he's giant, but he's like a big softy, you know. Yeah. So I always tell him, dude, you go to the military, they make you into a man, you know, they rough you up, you know. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I can't get them into going, so you know, sooner or later, it's gonna have to budge, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it would give all, all young kids who take everything for granted a real taste of like life and adulthood, you know. I mean, at least that's my take, you know. You know what? I, I think that let's say it was mandatory, you know, to have everybody go in there. I think it would change a lot of things, a lot of the. They offer you. They offer you. Come over here, and we'll pay for your schooling. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. If it that was mandatory, if it was yeah, yeah, it happens here. If it was mandatory, they'd be like, "Shit, we don't gotta offer you guys shit." No, Jay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people would would lose that because you're coming with us anyways. You know. So I I think I think there's like a, a you know a halfway point between yes. the two. You know, a lot of people are gonna lose stuff out, but I think that overall 
getting young kids to go to the military and turning them into men at that age is going to help out the whole country overall. You know, yes. you, know you don't got 100,000 manginas, you know what I mean, running around, you know, because, you know, you, 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 you did something to them. Luke, when you were in the military over there as a dragoniante, did they change you as a person? Oh, fuck yeah. Man. They turned you into a man or you had a somebody or what do you remember? You know, what, what, how did they change your life? Hey, 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 you know what? I, I know some of these questions are yeah. like, I no. know some of these questions are very yeah. strong and it, it might touch you. If you want to cry, that's okay because no. we, we can use no, a rate, we can use ratings. <laughs> yeah, no. We haven't had anyone cry in one of our episodes. Yeah. I'd appreciate it, please. <laughs> no, I think Well, it changed me many in, in seeing this in this sense I may have a different opinion that people think that those who went to war are somehow made rougher. Mm-hmm. And it, I think like the opposite. Yeah, and I think the opposite. I think that really it makes you, it breaks you down, it makes you softer, man. Mm-hmm. You know, somehow... Because of the see the things that you've seen yeah, out there, you somehow know, it, so. it it breaks you. It breaks you. You you become somehow you become a broken person. Really? Yeah. Really? It, it takes years to get past that fucking shit, man. W- w- did you see combat? Oh man. Oh, I, I w- were you did you in well not enlist? Were you dragged in during a conf- a confrontation? We Colombia has been. In a civil war uh, since 1948 oh. until last year. Okay. Yeah. Until last year? Yeah. When people voted, there was an agreement in Cuba between the Colombian government and um, and the guerrillas, which you know are the FARC and the ELN, Fuerzas Armadas Revolucionarias Colombianas, and in my zone more like Ejército de Liberación Nacional, mm. the ELN. And when they came to an agreement and people in Colombia actually voted, most of the people voted no to peace, believe it or not, because most people in Colombia live in cities and they don't have to see what really happens. They hear about these things that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably like here in Vietnam, you people heard, you know, what was going on there, mm-hmm. but nobody had to put up with that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and you were not a civilian out there. Those guys had it bad, mm-hmm. you know. No, be- and you know, it's crazy too, like, uh, I mean, there's nothing compared to war, but like in the inner city, like a lot of stuff happens, like, you know, drive-by shooting. You know, yes. Like every day, and when you explain it to people out here, it's only 30 miles away. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, you're kidding. Yeah, no, we're just and, a few miles and you, away. And you're like, dude, you walk over people that just got shot to go to school. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's, it becomes a norm. Yes. But you explain it to people, they're like, nah, you're lying. Mm-hmm. And like, 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 they'll never get it. You know? And if, yeah. they, if they don't see it, they don't care about it. They're like, ah, it's all right. And like you were saying, people were voting no because they weren't. They didn't see it. They weren't impacted yes, by it. Yes, they know were not. Maybe that was the same thing as you're saying. You know, back in yeah. the age, you see people on the floor and you weren't part of it. So, hmm. so yeah. you think it, it made you a, a softer person, a broken down person? Uh, well, it makes you softer. But you know one thing that that has? Hmm. That it takes your fear away forever. You're not afraid. I mean, 
the fear is not there anymore. Yeah. You know, because you are, you have gone through so many times when you are positive, positive that this is it. Mm -hmm. That this is, you know, you know within you, you know you're going to die, that everything, that, it, that it's done, it's, you're gone. Mm -hmm. That there's no way out of here. But you make it out. Yes. Because you don't have that fear no more. I don't know if, I think you're lucky to make it out. Okay. I don't think, you know, I mean, so, <clears throat> I don't think it's a matter of anything else but it, luck. And you know what? Percentages, right? Yeah. And just... I, disagree, I disagree with you a little bit because I've heard you tell stories about how scared you are of your ex-wife. Oh! <laughs> okay, okay. I, I think her name was I think her name was like Irene, and you're scared yeah. about her. Again. Oh, but but we'll, we'll get into that later on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, but you know what though? I think uh, oh. and the and the same in the same uh, uh, aspect of that is yeah. like, I tell people you think you deal with bad stuff when you deal with like drug dealers, cartels. Bad cops and everything, yeah. and then you move to an area and you have to deal with a homeowner association president. Yeah, <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll fucking break you down, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she up. Uh, hey, that's ruthless, right there. That's gangster, you know. She'll, she'll show up with the petition. You're like, yeah. what? No, you know you what? He's going up with that story from my wife because I told him one day that she she broke. She took she took this goddamn thing, this picture from the wall. That I had purchased, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, this is at the time when we had we divorced yet. I don't know if we had been divorced or just separated, but anyhow. And she goes, "How much was it for this picture?" And I said, "Well, it was so much, you know." And she took it off the wall and just went like, "Boom, motherfucker!" Oh. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that's some right serious on, stuff. Right on my head, man. <laughs> She she, uh, she reminded me. She reminded me what fear was. Uh, she was a good woman. She is a good woman. She is, man. I tell you what, she is. Yeah, yeah. I have a. I I I love my golf clubs almost more than anything, but I'm always afraid of show too much affection to my golf clubs because I'm afraid that's gonna happen in my house. <laughs> How much do you love these clubs? Yeah. 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 No, baby, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, one time when we took off to the beach. You know, you know, we we load up the car in the morning. We left. We got back at night. Oh no, I forgot to close the garage, and I ran for my car. And I ran to the garage. All right, my golf clubs are here. It's cool. Everything's good. My wife's like, "Are you gonna check the house? Yeah. Do, do we matter?" I'm like, "Wait, my clubs are all here. My golf clubs are all here. We're okay." You know, like. So that was a bad week, you know. <laughs> so you are married, also. I am married. Yeah, yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I see what you mean, man. So I try not to show too much affection yeah. to my golf clubs, you know. Yeah. Uh, I go visit them in the middle of the night. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. nah, hey, you know, everybody has that 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 prize possession. I mean, and I'll, I'll give you an example right before we go into our food section. Um, oh! <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? My, the food my, section? Oh, yeah, we talk, <laughs> we talk about food. <laughs> So, He's gonna poison you, goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> so we're. Uh, I get up in the morning. My wife gets back from the gym. She walks in. She goes, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And I'm, I'm scared. I'm like, like what, what happened?" She goes, "Right around the corner, right here uh, on Grand and uh, the 10 Freeway." She goes, "A big beer truck was making the the exit, right? And it's a sharp turn." It didn't make the exit. The truck went over, fell down, 
there was beer everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh my, why can't that happen to me? <laughs> I, I, I could picture, you, know, you guys know what beer drinker, I have, I've never hit that part of me. <laughs> I can picture myself driving, and I see a truck on my left side, and then it hits, and it drops down, and then beer starts to drop, you know? You know <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> You run in there, man. Yeah, I just like driving cases. beer. Yeah. <coughs> Please, yeah, sir, what are you doing? I'm checking on the driver. I think you know he's what? okay. I tell you what, man. I was telling his wife. Did, did he ever tell you about the time when I, I didn't know where I was when I dropped him off somewhere in this block, man? And he kept saying, "Fucking, like he kept saying, keep going, keep going." You know, <laughs> we were coming from a Christmas party, and, and um, so I knew he lived somewhere here because, the, you know, he was drunk and so was the guy. Everyone, I was the only one who wasn't drunk. You weren't yeah. drinking. No, I wasn't drinking. I was driving. And he's in the front seat, man, and he goes, keep going, keep going, but the door's open. And he goes, don't slow down, don't slow down. And I go, God damn it, where do you live? God damn it, where do you live? And then he holds on to the fucking, he got a six-pack. Yeah. He, he holds on to the six-pack, and you know, like the... Like the those guys at the first yard line, you know, they try yeah. to get. So he, no, I'm serious, man. Like he, life yeah, 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 yeah. So he throws himself out of the fucking jeep, and then he rolls, <laughs> and he rolls, and I go, "Fuck, man!" <laughs> hey, look up. The beer was fine. Yeah, too. I, didn't I, spill, go, I didn't spill my I beer. Go, Damn, man! That's hardcore, man. Yeah. I should, yeah, I should have never accepted driving these motherfuckers <laughs> home, man. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, excuse my language, by the way. No, don't worry about it, dude, man. We've said, we've said it worse. We've said it worse. Yeah. All right, so every week we always try to bring up a food place. And last week we kind of dropped the ball, but a Bulldog saved us by talking about Don Chon. Don Chon, good spot to Oh, week. man, that place really good. So, this time, uh, there's a spot I wanted to bring up, which which I, I've eaten there for years. It's And I, a lot of people don't like this place because... Uh, People hear birria, they always think birria de res, beef yes. birria. And that's like the easier one, the kind everybody gets when you go to a birthday party, that's what they make. But when you hear birria de goat, de chivo, everybody's like, oh man, that's gamey, that's gamey. And it is true, birria de chivo is is a gamey-ass meat. It really is, and uh, if the people do not know how to prepare it properly, yes. it smells like you're chewing on a wet dog, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it's really, it. really bad. I mean, like an old wet dog. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know how a wet dog smells. Oh yeah, we've seen. So, so when they don't prepare the meat right, uh-huh. it smells like that as you're eating it. Yeah. Ooh. And it becomes tough. Yeah, yeah. I hate true. it when I, like a relative makes it, and they're staring at you. What do you think? You're like shit, it tastes <laughs> awful. You know. You're like wet dog. You're trying to, you're trying, you're trying <laughs> to be nice. To you, yeah, you're trying to be nice. Like oh, this is some good shit. Thumbs up, <laughs> and, and, and they won't leave, so you could throw it away. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you keep dipping tortillas in the juice yeah. like like excellent, you know. Gracias tía. Gracias tía. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, your, your tía lives yeah. and leaves, oh. and your wet dog don't want it either, huh? Shit. Yeah, so that's how tough it is to cook that meat, you know. Like, yeah, if you don't yeah, do you, it right. You, you gotta know what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. So uh, this place is at uh, 3580 uh, 1st Street, nine zero zero six three in Los Angeles, and and to uh, give you uh, an explanation, uh, this is one of the spots that uh, Anthony Bourdain was at. Oh, really? Not when he did his current show, because he did two shows. He got one that was called uh, No Reservations, yes. and then the, the current one that he oh, was doing yeah. when he passed away. So I think it's when he was doing the show No Reservations. Yes. There's, there's pictures of him going to this place because it was, it was that good. Man, that's cool. Uh, they got their, their handmade tortillas are maybe three times the size of a regular tortilla and thick, like four times the size of a thick tortilla. It's like, it's a, it's like a little blanket. Is that know? the place where they only take cash? 
No, no, this, they, they take card. Okay. They take card. They, okay. And they also sell uh, beer. Nice. And, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, we recommend places and we say, hey, go, go try this. Go try this food out. They go down there and they say, it wasn't good. I go, well, what'd you have? He goes, we had the waffles. I go, you fucking asshole. I said, oh, 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 scrambled eggs, you know? <laughs> I sent you to Viriria Chalio and you have the waffles. Yeah. Of course it's going to be bad. You know, don't, don't do that. Don't go to a place that's known for, you wouldn't go uh, fucking have, uh, go to waffle, chicken and waffles, you know, Roscoe's. And that's, you know, fucking something else that, that's not their specialty. That's for a hamburger, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you don't do that. So if you go to this place, ask for the, 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 the viria. You could get it in a bowl or in a plate, flat. Ask for a side of a consume, which is the broth that they make, yes. the, make the juice in. A couple beers, because beers hits the yeah. spot with this. Uh, try try it that way. Don't have anything else and then complain. This place is not yeah, good. Yeah, these places are like the broth when they prepare with the other other sides in there. Yeah, yeah. They call it a levanta muertos. You know, it's like, oh, a, see, see. like a hangover medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, usually the day after with a hangover, you're dying, man. You drink that broth with other the, the oh, pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, man. It just lifts you up, man. Yeah. Uh -huh. A quick wake me up, you know. <laughs> yeah. So this is a, a good spot to go to. Uh, recommend it, and um, you know they, they take cash. It's on a first. And I believe it's a Townsend or Alma. Yes. In East Los Angeles. Uh, good spot. Good spot. Cool. Frankie, uh, weather is fucked up right now. Do you golf in this weather? I do, man. You, uh, do you know what? Uh, <coughs> the, the outings are not the greatest because it's muddy. Mm -hmm. the, when it's, the weather's cold, the ball doesn't travel as far. You know, it doesn't compress when you hit it. Mm -hmm. Oh. And uh, there's so many little things about it, but it's just fun being out there because you have to deal with the elements. You know, it's just another... Another exponent to your your equation, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. something that you have to deal with. But we had two tournaments at work, and I did awful, bro. So I'm blaming it on the weather. Uh, right. <laughs> Not that I actually suck, you know. <laughs> you, you know, this has been a fucking cold, long yeah. winter. Yeah. You know, maybe it's because I don't know why. I was I was gonna say maybe it's because. It, it, I, uh, it's been cold. I've been blaming it on Punks and Tony Phil, man. Punks and Tony <laughs> Phil. Oh, man. Groundhog Day, man. Yeah. Freaking cold tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. And you know what? It, 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 it's, especially for us, even in our business, getting out there at night, you know, when we're working, it, it's, it's, it's fucking uh, pretty freaking cold, you know? Yes. Yeah. And uh, um, now, uh, this reminds me of the, the, the year we had that uh, El Nino. It's very similar to where, like, It'll rain for a week. We think we're sad because in Southern California, we only get like one, usually like yeah, one yeah, rainy yeah. week a year. Yeah. And a week later, here we go again, and here we go again, man. It, I mean, it's good to see, man, but uh, it's good to see. When man. you work in it, oh, it's uh, a little Oh, yeah, different. yeah, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it, man. Hey, uh, how many of you guys remember that yesterday was uh, Cenizas? You know what? I saw it on the news, man. I saw a bunch of people with the cross. Yeah. yeah. Did you forget? Well, I, I, I'm not really a practicing Catholic. So oh, it's I, all right. I, that makes you a regular Catholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah You're I, up there. Don't worry. They yeah. grew, they grew on the curve, Lou. Yeah, no, I, I didn't forget. You might be a pastor. You yeah. will know it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I saw a lot of people with the cross, man. Yeah. I think it's fashionable now to walk around with that cross, man. I mean, right. I don't know about fashion. Well, it's not, it's not like a fashion. It's just because here in the States, mm. uh, every practicing religion... They take a lot of pride into it, Maybe. so I think the, I think the Catholics were being left behind. <coughs> so right now, they, right now yeah. they were their ashes, man, yeah. like with their chest out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now they're even overdoing it. You know, like they have giant crosses before they just smudge your your, your forehead. Mm -hmm. Next, next, 
And like you said, I noticed some some insanely sized uh, yeah, big old crosses. Yeah, I, I saw a church like in the like in the nice part of town, like in Beverly Hills. They were using a stencil, and then they would put that. No shit bullshit. Like, yeah, it is bullshit. You want a cross or a See, dove? I'll take yeah. the dove, and you put it on your forehead. There you go. Yeah, so, so I think, high gloss. Yeah, they're they're wearing it with pride, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I was raised Catholic, now I'm Christian because, you know, my wife's Christian. Oh, really? To me, it's like a church is a church, you know? Yeah. It's, it's all between you and, you know, whatever you believe in and how much you practice it, right? But uh, one thing I would always keep is uh, Ash Wednesday because for me it was a challenge, you know? You know, you do the 40 days, you give up something. And uh, <laughs> I remember one time I gave up meat for you 40 do days. That? You do the 40 day thing? Yes. I mean, oh, now, really? like, like, well, this time, uh, all I did, uh, I'm not eating solids on Friday, you know, so so that's what I'm trying to do this time, you know. You're not eating what? Solids, like... Oh, solids? Really? Shakes and coffee and stuff. For, for, no shit. For all okay. the Fridays. I mean, that's what I'm going to try to do uh. this year. So so, so uh, for today, so far, so good. Even though I had a... Uh, nah, he's drinking beer, but hey, he's no, not a solid. Hey, exactly. <laughs> I had a shake, some watery soup, you know what I mean? Everybody call you up on anything, you know, but like, like that's just me, you know. <laughs> but, uh... Though I will admit, though, that I was eating uh, some, some boiled eggs at like 12, 34 uh, in the morning. And I thought, son of a gun, it's already, it's already Friday, you know, but that's just the technicality that I, <coughs> I saw. You know? yeah, yeah. It wasn't voluntary, you know, I didn't deliberately do it. So I just keep an eye on that, you know. Yeah, you know what, uh, so now, you know, you got uh, Lynn coming up and everybody gives something up, you know, something up for 40 days and, well, of course, 40 nights. <laughs> I don't know if I said 40 nights, I think I saw a movie. But everybody gives something up. Lou, you you don't give it that because you're not a practicing, right? No, man, I, I see things in a different way. You you know what though? You say you're not a practicing Catholic. You might want to check your rankings. You might be a lot higher than you think. You know, even though you're not practicing. I tell you what, man. One thing about Jesus, man, is that he said, "Hey, I don't know how to say this without offending anyone, but many people think that that I don't believe in heaven or hell or none of those things. Mm-hmm. But if there was one, many people say, well, 'Well, I'm going to go to heaven.'" Because of my faith. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus, because, oh, because back in those tents, I read the Bible a couple, not the Bible, the New Testament a couple mm-hmm. of times. And um, in one of the things that I think he stressed was, is not your faith, but your deeds. Be a good man. Mm-hmm. Be a good person. That's what should really take you somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think it's a matter of faith, but it's more of doing the of being a good person. Yes, I I agree. I agree that one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm hoping that's true. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because I'm I'm the same way. I'm I'm agnostic. I don't believe in I don't believe in anything. Right. Uh huh. But I feel that being a good person uh, throughout my life, at the end of the day, if let's say there is a God up there. It makes you a Christian. Dude. He's he's gonna say, you know what, hmm. your good deeds got you in here. Like, whoa, I didn't even know it was, you know, it was for reals, you know. So I'm hoping that that's that's true, you know. You know what? I heard a stupid joke today about heaven and hell. Go over it. You know what? <laughs> this is the first time anyone's told a joke on this. Okay, episode. It, Go over it, it. I heard it in Spanish. It's, which the, is... it's the first time. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. no, I heard this thing. I no, wish I, I could speak Spanish, but it would be better. But anyhow, because it was told to me in Spanish. Guy goes, you know, so, so he presents himself at, at heaven and, you know, St. Peter goes, the fuck are you doing here, man? You belong in hell. And he goes, no, 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 no. I was told I belong here in heaven. He goes, I tell you what, I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. 
You go to hell first and take a look and see what's going on there. You come here, take a look, and then you decide where do you want to go. So this fucking guy is a politician, you know, so he goes, fuck this, man, I'm going to go to hell first. And he goes to hell, man, and, you know, right away when he comes in, you know. It's a party going on. Yeah, there's, a, there's a party going on. It's a fucking prostitute. That's, right. yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm counting on. Yeah, yeah man. So the guy's like, fuck, man, I love this fucking place, you know. And he goes, god damn it, but I got to go to heaven, check it out anyway. <laughs> so he goes up there, he goes to heaven, man, and he goes, okay, let me see what's going on here. You know, like they, they open up the gates, and then he sees all these people praying, and the angels flying, and all this good shit going on. He goes, fuck this, I'm going to hell, man. <laughs> you know, he goes back to hell, and he goes to hell, man. There's a fucking, everybody's burning and being fucking whipped and chained and all kinds of shit. He goes, what the fuck happened here, man? I was here yesterday, there was something else going on. He goes, oh, that's because yesterday we were in campaign mode. But you... <laughs> <laughs> campaign mode. Yeah. And now you already voted, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good, yeah, yeah that, that so you know who told me on the freaking hippie, the hippie out there, the guy that you guy at the anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's really, that's, that's really good, man. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so the the deep part, I believe in that also. That's why I, I don't really like. Uh, I don't really like like uh, stress out over Catholics, Christians. Even though the hardcore ones, they'll argue day and night. I mean, you're never going to get through to them, you know? Like, hardcore Catholics and Christians. Yeah, no, no. So, for to me, though, it's a deep part. And I always believe, like, uh, if I go to hell for for everything I did, you know, I'll say, you know what, I'll take it. Then if, if being a good person is not good enough, like, all right, so be it, you know? I'll go to hell with a smile, you know, because, you know, you know you did the right thing, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, so, all you can do whatever. is try. All exactly. You can do is try. Yeah. No, yeah. So, for myself, I, um, I don't believe, so I don't... I don't give anything up. I don't say, you know, I'm going to stop doing this because uh, the only thing I think I do too much, I, and I don't even think I drink too much where I would say I want to give up drinking. I don't think there's anything I do too much where I would want to give up or anything that I do that really uh, um, affects me that much where I would want to give up, you know? So I think I, I'm doing okay, you know? I don't want to, you know, I can't give up not exercising because how can you give up not doing something? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you got to give it up if you are doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one time, uh, Frankie was, uh, we were down, you know what? And I think we told this story before. Uh, not on the podcast, but we told it to other other people. Okay, we, t- we told this story before. You know, well, we told other people, and it's a funny story. We'll bring it up right now that this is Quaresma, the, the, the right time of the year. Yes. So <laughs> we, we used to party a lot in Tijuana. We used to go and take a lot of trips down there. And it was very uh, accessible to us because uh, Frankie always had the caddy before before I got the caddy, uh, and we would always uh, have family down there. Frankie's family they always had a room for like us to go. Like spare room to land in everything. Yeah, Whenever we you know, they were always happy to see us. It was a good time, so we would we would drive down there all the time. You know, go down there and you know party, do our thing. I let, let you take it for you, Frankie. Yes, uh, so you know, uh, Frankie, uh, and, and keep, those days, I'm, I'm here to correct you if you're wrong, right? So no leches, but scrape those tacos, right? Extra sauce, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, so so uh, in those days, I, w- I would take this uh, this 40 day thing a little more serious. Mm-hmm. So I would always try to give them meat, you know, like beef, yes. chicken, and stuff. So uh, so we we're down there on a the weekend, you know, if anything tests you, man, it's TJ, you know, it tests you on everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're in a taco stand and and everybody's eating tacos, man. And um, so I'm just staring at everybody eating, and uh, and I notice that lady's making quesadillas. So I ask for a quesadilla, and imagine that, like the fattest guy asking for a quesadilla, you know. 
And the lady, uh, tacos? I go, no, no, uh, I, I mixed up my Spanish. I go, no, estoy en cuarentena, you know, I can't eat, I can't eat beef. And all the old ladies making tortillas, they start laughing, like, like giggling. Let me, let me jump in there real quick and give the translation. Yes. Okay, so cuaresma is when you give something up for Lent for 40 days. Yes. Cuarentena is 40 days after you have a baby to give your, your system time to recover let your vagina go back to regular. Oh! Let, your, let your vagina shrink back to regular and, and size. Close, close enough as possible, you know. Yeah, to get oh. to get back, let the lips get back to touch yeah. each other, and so, I mean, so get, get that's your all those ladies, man. They're just laughing their asses off. Oh! And I'm like, what do you say, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, so they're all having a riot, man, at the taco stand, bro. Yeah, yeah, because I mixed up my yeah, la cuarentena. La cuarentena. I'm like, I felt like a fool, man, but you know, oh well, you know. <laughs> so I'm having cheese quesadillas, man, because I couldn't eat beef, you know, or chicken or anything. No? Uh, those quesadillas uh, de queso para la señorita. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking about cuarentena. This is my ex-wife, Irene. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. So she, uh, I came from Panama and, uh, and my brother, yeah, my brother was there at the house. I can't remember why, but he, I know he was there. And then I had some perfumes that I, I brought for her. And uh, and I said, oh, by the way, Toma Irene, aquí te traje unos perfumes. And then, you know, her Spanish wasn't that well. And she goes, y no te dijeron nada la iguana? And I go, la iguana? You know, my brother's there. My brother's like, iguana, what the hell? What, what is she talking about? You know, he was always like a little tipsy. You know, why is she talking like you know? And I goes, momento. I go say it in English, and she goes, well, didn't custom say anything? And my brother fucking breaks out. I go, God damn it! That's not iguana. That's una aduana. Aduana. Yeah. So she was confusing iguana <laughs> with aduana. You know, so just, yeah. Yeah. And so and from then on, he used to call her iguana. It's horrible. They always pick on your Spanish, bro. Yeah. 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 Well, because, you know, a lot of you guys, man, don't, I mean, you don't practice it. Not enough. You Not know, enough. yeah, you have no one to, even though there's a lot of people who speak Spanish, yes. I mean, in your own families, mm -hmm. maybe they didn't speak Spanish. And worse, they speak Spanglish. Yeah. So you really, really never learn it. Yeah. The one thing I said as a kid in one of my summers in Durango, mm. I, I wanted a file. And ask for a fila. And I have uncles and aunts, man, still come up to me like, la fila, la fila, you know? Oh, it's, a, it's, it's a, like a line. It's a, it's, a, it's a lima, you know? Yeah, una lima. But I asked for a fila, asking for a file. Si, si, si. And it's been like 20 years, man. And I see my uncles and aunts, eh, la <laughs> fila. They're still laughing like that, man. <laughs> laughing at me like, all right, let's get over it, you know? Like, <laughs> But yeah, don't ever let you off the hook, bro. You hey, know? when they tell you, hey, cuando te visito de Los Ángeles, I go, vete de la fila, güey. Vete de la fila. De la fila, de la fila. I just pero. I think he's a Trump. I think he's a Trump. All right, you know what? That's going to put an uh, end to uh, segment one. Yes. We'll be right back. And we're back with uh, segment two and uh, still with us, Lou Gardone. And I, the reason I say still with us is because I know you can hear him coughing. <laughs> we we checked his pulse and his vitals, and uh, yeah, he's good yeah, enough yeah. for another segment. Still alive, still alive. yeah, barely, yeah. but yeah, yeah. He's but, gonna make it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they're giving me some Heineken. So, yeah. <laughs> That's working out. Yeah, you gotta pace ourselves, bro. You know. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I was talking to you earlier about it. Uh, you know, like growing up, you had your own place. Yes. And uh, I was pretty independent, so 
uh, I've been noticing a lot of my friends who like who went from being uh, living at moms or something to marriage. They're really adamant about having their own man cave, their own space in their house, man. Mm. But I tell them it's because they never had lived on their own. Mm-hmm. Because once you live on your own, it's like like yeah, like a guy, you know, like whatever, you know, like you don't really like get a you don't really need your own space or or guard your own garage for that matter. Not the whole world is your fucking man. Cave. Exactly, you know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, you, the whole world, your your, your man cave. You don't yeah. gotta be fighting for it. Your uh, your comfort zone is everywhere, right? Yes. Your yes. castle. So so the, that's what I was thinking. Like like a lot of these guys like like they're fighting. I know like two of them at least. Two of them that are almost oh, there. Oh, you may be offending some people. Well, I don't want to say any names, <laughs> yeah. but they're, they're they're going through civil war at home to get oh. their man cave, you know, their garage or one of them is like a like a back room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They want to set up for sports, and I mean, he's on the the cusp, man, or like you know, like living in separate rooms, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's fighting for that. Well, room. that's his fucking room. Once he gets, you know, the, the wife goes, you know, go to your fucking man cave, exactly right. it. you know, and see yeah. what you can get out there. I know. <laughs> you better get some adult movies, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so that's what I was thinking. Like, do you think the same? Way? Just because you have your own place, like it's like you know. You know what? That has never come to me. Like saying I need a room to get away. I I've always been happy with my kids having a place to be comfortable. Right now, where I'm at, it's a good sized house. The 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 TV, the sofas in the living room. That's that's where my, that's where my kids are comfortable. Yeah, I've I'll tell you. Fuck, I've been here five years. I've seen five hours of television in that room. I've sat on those sofas 10 hours out of those five years because that's where my kids are comfortable. I can't be there and then be comfortable in the same place my kids are because I'll be like, hey, what are you recording a DVR? Yeah, you're be fucking it doesn't sound right. I want them to be comfortable. So the way it works here is uh, my master bedroom, I have uh, a sofa, what they would call a love seat. You know, it's bigger than, than a chair, yeah. smaller than, like, a, you know, it's, it's a love seat, a small chair, right next to my bed. I have my TV there, and that's my, my spot. My wife calls it my dojo. Go to your <laughs> dojo. And I'm comfortable there. I'm the only one watching TV there. I could watch a dirty movie, press pause, leave it there for four days. I'm not worried no one's going to come in and say, ah, dad, what are you watching? <laughs> I'm the only one that watches TV. Not that that's going to happen. I but you could do it if you wanted to. I, I have the option to do it. So, yes. so that, that's, that, that's my comfort there, knowing that that's, that's where I go. But I think I've never had that feeling to where I need my space away from you guys. No, I, I, I don't. Yeah, that's, I, I, I to don't. me, it's kind of weird. But like, like I said, a lot of these friends of mine, like, they, they tell me they need their own space to relax or whatever, you know. I just never got it, man. You know? I just never... You know what? My wife and I had talked about uh, something similar to that. She's like, you know, as we get older, the kids start moving out, and it's just going to be us. You know, say we're in a two-bedroom, something smaller. I, you know, we're going to have an extra bedroom. I go, you know what? I wouldn't mind that being like an office slash maybe a spot that we can go and do a podcast from. Something like that, but not something to keep people off. Because, you know, yeah, you're welcome to my office. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that, but I wouldn't want a man cave to like it's for boys only. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get it. And, and I guess uh, like we, we, we've we've said this many times. We've done some stuff in the past. You know, the way we grew up and whatnot, so that in the future we don't we don't need simple stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Fight or argue, or I mean, at least to me, I don't I don't get the point of it. 
you know, uh, to me, like, if you want to see a uh, sports, you go to a sports bar, catch a game, and you're yeah. done, you know? Yeah. You're back to your regular routine, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't get that part, but I always wonder, like, is it maybe you grew up and you don't have your own space or, you know, a big family or mm-hmm. or they go right in from being, like, somebody's son to somebody's husband, so there's still somebody's son? Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, like, it's got to be something to it, like, like. For, for these dudes to be, like, really fighting over their own space where nobody's allowed in their house for themselves, you know? Like, I don't get it. Like, it's, you know, I, I, I just, I, I can't grasp that, you know, so. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand it either. You know, I, I, I get it to a certain point where, yeah, you have your own space, but don't fight for it. If you have, <laughs> you have an extra, you have a three-bedroom house and you got a, a fucking whole room where you can set up a projector and some nice recliners yeah. and, and you know a uh, 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 keg of beer, you know a kegerator. Kegerator, I'm, I'm okay with that because you know everybody can enjoy it, but to have space, fight for it, and be like it's mine. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> man, that's territorial. You know, yeah, that's so a little, you, that's a little to, bit much. You know, to your own family, you know, all the furniture and shit. You know, mark the doors, bro. Mark the doors and shit. Yeah. You know what? I shouldn't say this, but anyhow, you guys remind me of freaking Ricky. Ricky was a friend of mine, and he lived in a room by himself in an apartment that, you know, he was a lineman. He was a cable guy, you know, and um, so I said, hey, Ricky, man, so how is it going out there that, you know, that place where you live now? God damn it, you know, Puerto Rican guy goes, God damn it, you know, those people are out there every Sunday, you know, they have this church meetings out there in the living room, you know, and they are keep talking about the Bible and, you know, what is, you know, they're, they're talking about the Bible and praying and all that. And I go, and, and what are you doing in the room in the meantime? You go, why don't you just go out? And he goes, fuck, no, I stay in my room watching porn. And <laughs> <laughs> smoking, and smoking. Uh, what is it that he liked to smoke that up? Uh, we no 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 shit with the glass pipe. Oh, oh crack! Yeah no 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 no. Is it hookah? No 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 the the speed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like crystal meth. Yes yes yes. <laughs> so he's got people in the living room praying and shit. You know in this place where he's renting. And in the meantime, he's watching porno and fucking. I go, God damn, Rick, are you hey, serious? Hey, man, is that, is that not a picture of America? I don't know what it is. Yeah. Is, is he trying to balance out the household or some hey. shit? Yeah. Fucking Ricky, man. I could put him in the living room. Lord, show us, <laughs> show us where there's evil. Oh, <laughs> my God, man. man. I'm sure after he hit that stuff, it was like, God, help me, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh hell, <yeah>. dude! <laughs> oh man, that's that's yeah. that's, 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 that's that was Ricky. Yeah, Ricky, a shout out to you, my man. God Wh- damn it, wherever you are, man. Yeah, wherever you are. He, he's in Ohio. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Keep yeah, praying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe he's in hell with the politicians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe he is, <laughs> bitch. Shit, man. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I was uh, I get up in the morning, and one of my uh, rituals I do is get up, grab my coffee, sit down, and watch the news. And I like to get an update on what's going on before I go to the office, sit down, watch the news for about 20 minutes and watch the news. And, and I look at the girls and I'm like, wow, oh, this, this is some good looking girls, right? In the news. And um, I, I stop and look at, fuck, what did girls look like 20 years ago? Lou, you're, you're older than us. Lou, you're 60. So, yeah. so let's say 40 years ago, you were already aware of what the news was and you were looking at them. Yeah. And, you know, so you'd watch, you know, the news in black and white TVs? 
Well, shit, yeah, man. When I well, yeah, I mean, well, no. By by twenty years ago, I I had come to California, mm-hmm. so I mean, it was color TV. Yes, yes. But yes. when I was a kid, yeah. we had to fucking chat. Well, we actually had one channel in Bogota, mm-hmm. which was Siete. I can't, yo soy el, there was one channel, and then a second channel came out, and it was black and white TV. Mm-hmm. I used to go to a, to a neighbor's house and ask if I could watch a little TV at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah but anyhow, yeah, no. Do you, do you remember the news, the way the girls looked? Or if they even had girls on the news? Shit, man. I, I tell you what, man. I had like with Cubans, man. They used to take me to the TV bar. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't have to watch no news, goddammit. Oh, Shit. I don't know what they look like, right? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Wrong person to ask. You were, you were ahead of your time. You were ahead of your time. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Man. You know what, though? Uh, but I see the, 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 the change, the difference from 20 years ago and, and the girls now and how, how they dress, how they look, uh, tight-ass skirts, oh. look, especially the Hispanic channels. Those, the Mexican channels, you know what? Tight-ass clothes to, to really show their glass, our, our glass figure, you know? Yes, and I'm, I'm watching it, and then I'm there, this is Spanish, and then my wife walks in, and I change the channel, and I'm like, why did I just fucking do that? <laughs> I, I, I like if it was porn, I wouldn't have changed the channel. Yeah. But if it's the news, I'm okay. <laughs> I knew it there. So I, I'm watching. You feel guilty, bro. You feel guilty, guilty and shit, you know. And so there's been a big change, man. You know, you see that too, Frankie, or I do. And uh, what I remember as a kid, young adult, is uh, women in the news uh, dress professionally, like. Like a, oh, a, a coat, yes. a dress, a dress coat. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I mean, uh, I dig that stuff, you know. And uh, even though well, you can still see that, but you see it like, more like in Fox and things like that. The conservative yeah. channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what though? Too when you watch that, and let's say you're watching a channel, the girls dress properly, and she's like, uh, "The stock market is gonna drop." You know, go ahead and sell all your stock and whatnot. You're like, "Oh, fuck!" I, I understand what she's saying. You know, I might consider that. But you watch another channel that goes half naked. She's like, "Hey, the stock market drops out. You're stuck." You go, I don't know about this fucking whole time. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, you're like, you should do jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they lose credibility. You know what I mean? They lose a lot of credibility. Well, that goes for all women, man. But you know, like twenty years ago, I mean, you guys don't remember this because you're younger, man. But we had the Puerto Rican Iris Chacon. Yeah, do not remember that. Chacon. Really? Oh, 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 shit, man, fucking it. Well. Takes me back to fucking Ricky. Mm-hmm. Iris Chacon, what, she wasn't a newscaster. You know, she was like a show. She had her own show. Yes. And she's one of these Puerto Ricans, you know, dancing and all this bullshit, you know. And every, one day, Ricky and I were talking, man. And I go, hey, Ricky, you remember Iris Chacon? And Ricky says, ha, do I fucking remember her, man? When I was in prison, I had a... <laughs> this is fucking Ricky. Really. <laughs> when I was in prison, I had a... How do you call that? Una fiche. Una, uh, poster. A poster. I had a poster of her right there next to my bed. Now I tell you, if it had not been for her, I don't think I could have made those four years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? the, the, the more stories you tell, the more I'm reconsidering telling you where I live. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't me. That was freaking Ricky. Uh, that know. was Ricky. People, you hang out with Lou. Who worries me? Oh my oh, god. Man. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, they're, they're getting hot, and, you know, I think it, it affects your credibility a little bit, you know what I mean? They tell you stuff, and you're like, I don't know about that bimbo, you know, Chi-Chi was hanging out, you know, so it, it makes you question it, I would say. Yes, um, you know what, uh, I enjoy it, and it, to me, the, <coughs> the crazy thing, like, a lot of these, uh, like, weather ladies, news ladies, they have, like, their own Instagram accounts, mm-hmm. and, and they dress even worse, I mean, for, as a worse guy, or better? Better for a guy, worse but for worse as, for as far as credibility. Yes, and people not just see them as you know as uh, like a hot women instead yeah, of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. instead of the profession because a lot of them like uh, they're not uh, college educated. Mm-hmm. But you never you never think that just because you know what they show you know they expose everything else. You know? Yeah, you go to the doctor to get results, and there's a girl in a bikini and a guy in a lab coat. You know who do you want telling you the results? You know what <laughs> I mean? You know, not the guy, not the guy, the girl in a lab coat, the girl in a bikini. You know. You 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 relate lab coat yeah, professional yeah, 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 yeah. with with fucking reliable yeah. information, you know. You want to talk to the girl to be key later, but it's just yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I was wrong. My pancreas first, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's just you know it's I don't know it, it shouldn't be a thing, but those those get judged by stuff like that, you know. And yeah. Sadly, you know. Uh, but oh well, you know. Real quick, uh, we're, we're, this is not the, the end, but we just throw a little uh, housekeeping stuff in there. You know what? If uh, you guys are listening and you guys like what we do. You know, all 14 of you guys, or whoever is listening, uh, go ahead and uh, rate us. Rate us on, um, what was it, the iPod one? I'm not exactly sure which one it is, but just go ahead and rate us, you know? <laughs> good, good or bad, go ahead and rate us. And if you like what we do, forward it to somebody. You know, say, hey, man, these guys are fucking idiots like we yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> use that word. Yeah, use exactly, specifically. <laughs> specifically. You want to listen to some fucking idiots? Here you go. God damn it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you feel bad about yourself? Yeah. These, these guys, they make you feel better about yeah. yourself. You know? Yeah, we're like therapists. You know? We're some yeah. fucking dumb. We help you by comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Feel better about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'll pass it on if, uh, yeah. if you, uh, yeah. you like it. Hey, man, you know, we we're talking about the, my well, Ray, uh, golfing in the rain. Yes, sir. And I, whenever I have a bad outing, man, I'm really superstitious, you know, like, like what did I do wrong? What did I do different this morning? And I was telling you, know, like, like last year, I went on a bad stretch, right? Like, of playing bad tournaments. Like, I said, uh-huh. like, three bad tournaments in a row. And I was thinking, like, uh, like, what did I do this morning or anything that was different? I'm like, you know what? I had sex this morning. From now on, I'm not having sex on tournament day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's just um, yeah. a, a bunch of dumb stuff getting in my head, yeah. man. And, like, and like so, you know, I, I played, like, the two following tournaments, and like, they're really good. I go, it had to be that, right? The third tournament, I forgot about it. And I remember... And you played good. Yeah, and I played really good. And my wife asked me, like, how was the tournament? I'm, I did really great. She goes, you know what we did this morning? I'm like, yeah. She goes, okay, can we throw that shit down the street? Because right <laughs> like, that shit doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Oh! I'm like, okay. I'm like, yes, you're right, you're right. You know? But in my mind, like, I'm, I'm always like superstitious. Like, like, yeah. what did I do this morning when you had a good game? What you do when you had a bad day, bad game? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, so that that's why last last season I was going by that stuff. So you're telling us that every time you need to have a good game now. No, no, uh, it got it got fixed as the season went on. But in that, the, in my when I did those first three tournaments last year, but what is it that made you have a good game? I thought I thought that having a good game was not having sex. Oh, I thought it was having sex. No, no, my not th- having sex. That, that's oh, what I see? thought. Yeah, I, I and I think he should stick to that. Having sex means a good game. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, well, after my you third know tournament, what? yeah, I mean, you go to her, you know what, man, babe. 
I want to have a good game. God damn it. Please help, help me out here, man. Hook a brother up. Yeah, so, you know what? Like, like, for a few tournaments, that was my theory. Yeah. But it got thrown out the window, you know, because I forgot it. Like, yeah, I think it was better, you know? But, you know, I'm just so superstitious when it comes to sports and things. Like, like I always, like, nitpick my day, and like, this, there's got to be something to it, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you so, know what? The, uh, boxers are like that. But boxers do it because they lose they lose their drive, you know. When you know, a lot, you know, you see a lot of movies where they don't have sex until it's it's uh, time. Uh, Hagler, Hagler used to be like that. He would say, "I, I go to jail," and, and and he called it jail when he was training because he was he was no. And then the way he says it in the interview, no no women, and the way he says it all like heartbroken, <laughs> no women, no drinking, no like he's really losing jail, and, and you go to it, and you know what? But I think that has to do with their their drive. And you, the hunter, you, the hunter focus. I think you know. But I think yours is more technique, right? Yes, uh, it's all technique, mechanics. But uh, when you're golfing, mm-hmm. you gotta like, it has to be like like clear mind, you know. So it's not like it's not like a uh, like the focus has to be all about when you uh, what you're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. If you think about anything else, you're screwed. You know, you're not gonna be able to like play like fluid, mm. you know, loose. So, but I mean, I just like anytime I played any sport. Uh, I always have these different superstitions, you know. When I play high school football, I play with the same shirt all season without washing it, you know, the one underneath. <laughs> and no. because I'm telling you, like, I, I do all these little things, like, like in sports that is, Damn, is like, weird. It, it reeks, bro. <laughs> that thing was standing on its own by the end of the season, you know. But I had, I had all these theories always, you know, like, yeah, like man. man. So, you know. Yeah, no like, wonder you fucking lose, man. Nobody wants to. <laughs> yeah. Right. And no one to get close to me, man. Like, oh, the shirt got two tackles on its own. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have it on. Yeah, <laughs> extra man on the field, so man. Fucking Sometimes, man, like, uh, when it comes to sports, even watching sports, like, uh, like watching the Rams games, I can't wear, like, their gear because I feel like it's, it, I'm throwing a jinx, you know? And like it's weird, like I do all these little things to myself, like like I don't know, I can't get over them, you know. Yeah. yeah. All superstitions, yes. You know, uh, what, you know, what, um, um, you're uh, like I said, you had a bunch of crazy stories, and you've uh, you've traveled a lot for work, right? Yeah. You, you followed the work. Yes. You followed the work. Yeah. You've been freaking all over the place. When you were down in uh, Colombia, yeah. Well, that's where you're from, so that's yeah, where you travel. Man. But Shit. but we were talking about earlier. There's a I was watching a documentary. There's a drink called chicha. Yeah, chicha. What is it? I was like, yeah. Chicha. What is it? Yeah. Chicha. You take the sugar cane juice, which means that you take that sugar cane and you place it through like a strainer like a strainer you have a trapiche mm-hmm. you know that that drains the juice out of that the sugar cane yes you mix that with water okay you mix it with water and now the way i saw it being fermented i don't know how anyone else would do it the way i saw it is that you have someone who takes like a mouthful of cooked um um Corn, like you, you take corn, you know, just like not on the cob, but corn, a handful mm-hmm. of corn, and you chew on it, and then you spit <clears throat> right into that mix, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and they know how many spits it takes, whatever, you know, and you let it ferment. Mm-hmm. That's chicha. That's chicha. Alcoholic, yeah. very oh, yeah. strong. Oh, it gets you very fucking drunk, man. It's like, it's like cheap wine, something that makes you really... Would you say it's the equivalent of like 
Pruno, like the prison. <laughs> I don't know because I haven't been in prison, but oh, I'll probably, you know. I, I, you should ask your friend. Yeah, it? well, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. You there? No, So I don't know, but yeah, and then you drink that thing, like chicha. The chicha se toma, you drink it in a thing called totuma. And a totuma is like half a coconut. Imagine half a coconut, you take all the fruit from inside the coconut. So, so in the shell. In, yeah, in the shell. It's like a shell. Yes. But but the tree itself is called un totumo. Mm -hmm. So you take this thing, you cut it in half, you let it dry, mm -hmm. and that's how you, 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 you drink your chicha. Mm -hmm. And it's very common in the countryside. Mm -hmm. Everybody drinks well, it's chicha. Well, it's affordable alcohol, you know? Yeah. It's everybody cool. drinks The cheap that buzz. Oh, oh, cheap and fucking, you know, I mean, I told you, there are some rough motherfuckers out there, man. Yeah, yeah. Shit, man, drinking that stuff. Yeah. Chicha. Hey, man, you know, you talk about the countryside, uh, the last time I visited, like, really south, south Mexico. Like, yeah. And not, not a resort, like, like the real, yeah, yeah, the real yeah, Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was traveling. We're trying Ep Epcot to, Center, Frankie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We're, we're, we're traveling, like, in the mountainside. And, you know, they have these, these uh, house restaurants. It's like a house and half of it's like a restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So every time we stopped to eat, they had, uh, it was like a mountainous area. They had uh, uh, bottles of, uh, it looked like rubbing alcohol to me at every table, right? And I'm like, what the hell? What's wrong with that? You know, I could never, like, what's going on? Finally, like, on the third day, we stopped at one place. And the locals, when they would come in, they would get their coffee and pour that into their coffee, man. The alcohol de caña? Yes, uh, but, you know, to me, it looked like rubbing alcohol, but uh -huh. it was alcohol de caña. And they just pour it into their coffee. And they just drink their coffee like nothing, you know? Alcohol de caña. See, that yes. could be something like the chicha. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And but the, I, I think the, I think the, it's just pure when it's alcohol. Yeah. Because I think it's like 96%. I mean, it's just it's really hard, strong. It's I think rum is made out of sugar cane, ain't it? Mm. I think it is. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like you said, like in the real countryside, yeah. like come and drink. But, yeah. So, everybody would come into the restaurant. It's like a half house, half restaurant. And they'll get our coffee and just pour that stuff in there like nothing. Like it was like a sight. Yeah. And sipping, we're like tourists looking at like, what the hell? Yeah. We're on the rough side, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the real, real countryside of, of that country, you know? Oh, yeah, half drunk all the fucking time. normal, you know? <laughs> I, I used to, uh, when I was younger, I used to go to a barber in uh, East Los Angeles. Uh, he, I, I believe he's still there. His name's uh, Chuyaso Tepa. Come? Chuyaso Tepa. Bullshit. Chu, his name's Chuy, and he's from... Tepatitlan. Tepa yes. No yes. fucking way. He's on. He's on fourth and I want to say Euclid. Uh, I forgot what street that was, but it's on, on fourth street, right by the bridge over Lorena. So this guy and this guy is missing. Oh. His, he's missing his trigger finger. He doesn't have a trigger no. finger. And but I think that was like his calling to be a barber because when I see him hold a machine to cut your hair. The machine fits perfectly because his trigger finger is gone, so there's nothing there to kind of. It's kind of getting along. To mess oh, up with the, yeah, exactly. uh, with the groove, you know? It's kind of like, like, like I tell my wife when we're like laying in bed and I got my arm over her and my other arm is like at the bottom of here and it's just getting in the way. I you know. know? <laughs> it's all numb and shit. And I don't put it under her because oh. it goes down. And I'm like, I'm like, what do I do with this fucking arm? Right? No. So, so he was lucky, lucky enough to lose that finger and he said, oh, I better become a barber because I'm missing my trigger finger. So this guy, he would uh, cut my hair and the way we would get it back then, he would, we would do a, a razor cut. He would use a, the straight razor yes. and foam, like, like shave the side of your mm -hmm. head like a fade. So he would straight razor the whole side of the head 
And Damn, then he, then, that's crazy. Yeah, and he would fade it in. The barber I had before him, I told him, can you do that? He goes, oh, no, 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 yeah, I won't do that. It's just, like, too dangerous. I go, what the fuck are you talking about? This guy, Chewy, straight razored me all the way around. Here. But with the old razor, you mean the, the long yeah, razor? The, the, the straight razor. Yeah, 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 yeah. that one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey. He would straight razor you all the way around. That, that's a dying craft, man, you know? Yes, it is. Yeah, yes. and he, and he kind of, remember, they had that... that uh, that piece of leather, leather, leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. looked like leather, but they just yeah. sharpened it. Yeah. My, my old barber, he gave me his before he retired, Baron, the Baron yeah. on uh, Wabash. Uh-huh. And I, I remember he would tell me, you know, go at a 45 degree angle to do my mustache. I mean, like, whatever I have a mustache. And first thing I did, like, I ran my finger through the side, gashed my finger. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to shave my brother. My brother, like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> but that thing, insanely sharp, yeah. bro. Yeah, right there are the two things. I, I got a, a straight razor for you. I bought one, and I was like, this is cool. Fuck no, I don't want to touch this. I'm going to give it to Frankie, because I remember the whole Baron story. Yes. So I, I got a straight a brand new straight razor. Oh, cool, I, I, I kind of done a little side right here. I'm not going to fuck with it. It's sharp, bro. Yeah, it's sharp. Going back to the story, he, this guy would straight razor your, your, the side of your head, right? So when he would straight razor you, and then he was done cutting your hair. He'd reach over, grab a bottle of uh, alcohol de caña. Si. Alcohol de caña. He would pour in his hand. He would do the long pour like he was making a margarita. <laughs> He'd pour it long, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he would put it in his hand, and then go, and then just kind of yes. put it, use it as aftershave. Well, one morning, that's when I used to party. Oh, I, I still kind of party. Yeah. But that's when I used to party all the time. I go in there, I got to get a haircut. I'm there, and I'm, I'm in his chair, and I'm all crudo, man. I'm like, oh, man. And he's cutting my hair. He goes, and he puts the alcohol in his hand. He puts it towards my face. And right when it hits my face, I, <laughs> and he goes, gang, the smell, yeah, the, you know, alcohol, the morning after, you the know, morning after, the, the alcohol, <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, do you have any aqua valva or something? <laughs> no. You have any uh, old English, uh, something else, you know, English must, I had, I, the smell of it almost oh, fucking alcohol, got, really? the, the smell of it because it was alcohol and caña, and yeah. oh man, that fucking shit got me, yeah, man. I don't need, you know, now that you mention it, is that what it is? Alcohol de caña? That's what, you know what, when, when, when I was head? younger, yeah. well, that barber did that. Well, when he, I was younger, my mom used to. That's probably the same shit he drank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. When I was younger, my mom had. Did he have a fucking dog next to the chair waiting for your ear or something? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, 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 yeah fucking Or waiting for my throw up, right? Yeah, yeah. goddamn, man. When I was younger, my mom had a couple of bottles of alcohol de caña. She goes, I don't know what she bought them for, but they disappeared pretty quick. That and the Hawaiian Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaiian Punch has a strong flavor to it. You kind of mix it up a little, uh, little bit of ice. Don't the old ladies use that for the, for the, when they put pot in a, in a jar with a... Yes! That's for uh, rheumatismo. Yes. Para yes. Rheuma, yes. Arthritis. Yes. Or for a, a bad Saturday yeah. night, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in the living room? Don't worry, mijo. Palfundio. Yeah, but you know, all the ladies have a jar, you know, with the floating leaves in there, you know? Yeah, for, for you, know what, you know what's really got you here, dude? Mm. And a uh, couple of questions. Um, first one is, do you guys grew up in Colombia. Um, is Colombia considered a third world country? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so were doctor visits something that was accessible to you, or did you have to be almost dying to see a doctor? I know we used to go to the Red Cross, the, the Colombian Red Cross. 
So you, you probably, I, it, it is possible that you, you, see, when you don't have money, man, it's a whole different story. Yes, Especially yes. in those countries. Yes. So I think the Red Cross was like like a free place that you could go to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Was, it, was there a lot of uh, home remedies that you would do? You were like, oh, me, me duele la panza. And they're, oh. like, they're like, put this in his butt and then put this yes. in his Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's one of the, the craziest home remedies you remember? That right, right now as you're older, you realize that's all fucking bullshit, man. I can't even, I can't even put that in my butt. You're like, the reason my head didn't hurt was because my butt hurt. <laughs> it hurt more. It hurt more, yeah. la cabeza? la siento? Oh my god, no. No, 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 no. I, no. I, I, I don't know, man. Fucking no, man. I, I can't think of what the home. What did they give us? I, I know that for the roaches. Since there was no, no money for well, it is not a home remedy, but I know that uh, my mother, we used to go to places where they had eucalyptus trees, uh-huh. and then she would get the leaves and make these fires inside the apartment, you know, little fires. And I mean, this is the kind of, you know, nobody called them fire department back then. Yeah. And you fucking smoked the hell out of that apartment, and that's how you fought roaches. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. 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 Wow. I always tell these guys that like, my grandma, yeah. you know, she's uh she's Yaki Indian, you know. No. So really? Would, yeah. So she would uh one of her remedies when somebody had the flu. Yeah. She would burn up all these these vegetables on the stovetop, put them in a bag, smash them, and put them in, like in your hands, your feet, and your head. So I was teasing her like, Grandma, I don't want any salsa without chips today, you know? Oh, no shit. Yeah, but so she would put that on, on people. And, uh, but the Yakis are known for knowing a lot. A lot of that, those those herbal remedies, you know? Yeah. They, a lot of them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and they, they, what is it? These guys are known for, uh, what the hell, the peyote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For that peyote. and... Uh, yeah, that same thing that Frankie's talking about that his grandma made, uh, they saw the same thing at Chipotle for $8.99. <laughs> Hey, you get to eat it, but you're not going to eat it. Yeah, yeah. It's delicious. That like, like aloe vera stuff, like with a bullet. Yeah. Hey. for, um, you know, a, a bunch of stuff, man. I mean, they, they got so many remedies based out of plants, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I remember telling you, like, no salsa to the grandma. Like, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, that's question number one. Crazy doctor is, um, oh, you, you used, to, used to drink when you were younger, right? Yeah. Well, not, you still kind of drink. You had two beers here. Yeah. I wouldn't call it drinking, but yeah. uh, you're drinking like a 13-year-old girl today. Hey. Yeah, well, fuck, I can't take it oh, anymore. Oh, you got you to gotta, you gotta drive with that. Plus, I got to yeah. fucking drive. Understood, understood. Yeah. So, uh, number two, um, what's your craziest drunk story? You have, you have stories that... Uh, oh, man, that that's not going to get you arrested or, yeah. or divorced, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that is not... Or make you pay child support. <laughs> no. I'll tell you one. Is it crazy? Well... It doesn't have to be crazy. Entertaining. Yeah, you know? no. I, I don't know if this is good. I don't know if I should. You, you've already said that nine times and you still went and told it. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is long, long time ago. And. Uh, Galaxy far away? Well, you know, I, I was fresh off the army in okay. Colombia. So I was still very. Uh, not violent. But willing to do a lot of things. Confrontational? Yeah. Willing to do a lot of things. When your defensive mechanism kicks in, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so we were at a fucking titty bar with my brother and a friend of mine and, uh, in Santa Ana. And I know there were some, the, the bouncers were some ones. 
And I know there was a bouncer asking my brother, we, we had been drinking, you know, and, and he asked him to move the chair. It was like a stool. And my brother was arguing, he didn't want to move it or something. And I know that all of a sudden, you know, we we're confronting these bouncers. And I knew we were in deep shit when, when one of these motherfuckers picked up my brother. Man, my brother was a good fighter. And picked him up by the arms and I saw him taking him outside. And that really fucking pissed me off, man. So I took this stool and anyhow, we ended up fighting. And uh, it didn't last too long because, you know, I mean, even though I had a stool, man, they came down on me like flies and shit, man. Mm -hmm. Boom, man, and beat the fuck out of me and threw me outside that bar, you know, and everything. And uh, so anyhow, you know, the, I, they, they broke my glasses. I used to wear glasses, man, they fucked them all up. Anyway. And uh, and we drove back to our house um, to real the quick, apartment. Real, real quick, dude, you still wear glasses? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, it, it, this is I don't as I said. You hey, know, but I mean, now I have insurance. You can get them anytime, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyhow, uh, so 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 I, get, I I I was really pissed off, man. And I go fuck these motherfuckers. And this is nineteen, probably nineteen eighty one. Wow. And I go, man, I'm gonna give these motherfuckers what they deserve. No, 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 I, I better quit here. I can't tell you the story. It's too fucking... Okay, real quick, Lou. We don't have a lot of listeners. Yeah. Like, I, I tell everybody. Three, no, four weeks ago, I confessed to drinking and driving, and I killed two kids. Bullshit. I, I confessed to it on one of the podcasts. The authorities have not called me. I, I even named the kids out, the, the parents. I didn't kill gonna... anyone. Okay, I, I did... And no one has come looking for me. No. So, so don't worry. No one's listening to it in any position. I even, I even told the story of where I cheated my wife with details. My wife doesn't even listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> I, I asked her, did you like it? She goes, oh, it was very no. entertaining. I really liked okay. it. Okay. So, this don't worry. You can say whatever you want. Okay, this is how no drunk. No one's getting in trouble, This right? is how drunk I was. Okay, man. go so ahead. So, anyhow, we go to a fucking house, man, and I had a name 16. At the time they did. Hold yeah. on, let's take it far now. <laughs> We're gonna stop you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what the movie Rambo no, was in, right? It, uh, no, it wasn't. It was an AR-15. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, and uh, and because you know in Colombia we used to tape, we used to tape them anyhow. So, so it had two uh, clips, you know. Tape you tape them, them together. To, yeah, you tape so them together so you can switch them real quick. But anyhow, so I'm there and you know, I'm charging. You know my fucking. You know I had the. The, the, the AR, you know, and the fucking pistol, and I'm getting shit ready, and then I look, I'll go look for my keys to the car, you know, and I can't find my keys anywhere. I go, where the fuck are my keys at? Yeah. You know, and there's my brother and my best friend at the time, and I go, oh, you motherfuckers, man, you got the keys to the car. I go, you motherfucking cowards, man, instead of going, you know, so I give him the third degree and shit. So anyhow, and... Um, and so I said, give me the fucking keys. And they would give me the keys. I go, fuck you, motherfucking cowards. You know, so I go, oh, call me a fucking taxi cab. That's how drunk I was. <laughs> you know, so I call a fucking taxi cab. Yeah, you know, and shit. And I sat on the fucking, you know, sitting at the couch in the living room. And the next thing I know, I open up my eyes. It's daytime. Daytime, <laughs> Thank God. Thank <laughs> fucking God. So you were calling a taxi cab to take you in the AR? I, I thought, yes. And the AR <laughs> in the cab. <laughs> That's how drunk and stupid I was back then, man. 
So I don't know if that's a good story or not, man. I, you know what? We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. So that is a good story. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was pretty. Those were wild times. Man. You know what? If, if if you weren't sure if you had the M16 or the AR. No, I know it wasn't. That, that, that means you had a lot of fucking guns with <laughs> you. Yeah. Hold on. I had four or five grenades. I don't remember. <laughs> it was it was about with a bunch of grenades on there. I'm going to tell you one, man. And you want to know something about my mother? My mother beat the shit out of me with a broomstick. A broom, not a broomstick, but a broom. Mm-hmm. Soon after I came back, it was Christmas time. So I took this motherfucking rifle out there and I'm shooting boom, 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 boom. And I feel that someone's hitting me from behind. You know, people go out there, people used to shoot out yeah. behind, like, you know, New Year's, New Year's. Yeah. You know, and I, and I look behind and it's my mom going, Estas loco, estas loco, fucking with a fucking broom. You know, so I'm, here I am running with the rifle, so I run back to the apartment. And there are some guys, you know, across the street laughing and laughing, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. in the apartments, you know, because, so, you know, here's a motherfucker with a rifle running and his from mother, 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 mother beating him with a fucking broom and shit, man. Fuck. Hey, hey, but you know what? You know what? Uh, it's cool, though, because I tell you how you were raised, you know. Yeah. Always fear your parents. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> hey, but I remember that as a kid, everybody used to go outside and shoot, you know. Yeah. On New Year's? I mean, yes. it was. And we didn't think about anyone else, man. Shit coming down. Yeah, huh. you know. So I, I apologize. I really. I no, no, don't worry about it. I yeah. I remember one New Year's and one of my buddies loaned me a gun, and uh, I go, "Hey man, I want to shoot for you." He goes, "Yeah, here you go. Loan me a gun with some fucking. It was a twenty-two, right?" I'm yeah. Like, All right, cool. I take it. We're in East LA for New Year's, and uh, midnight comes around. I load it up, pull the clip. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, let's go outside." And it was a, it was a, it was almost like the scene from the movie Harlem Nights. Where Arsenio Hall and his buddies are trying to kill Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy's behind the wall and the buddies are over there. Boom, boom, fucking shooting him. And this guy comes out. And they come out and they fucking shoot him. Fucking. That was me, man. I'm in, I'm in East LA. My buddies are all around me. And they're, and they're shooting some fucking. I mean, they got some. Yeah. They got some big guns. And, uh-huh. and then after they're shooting, it's me. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. Fucking 22. Yeah, man. I think I should have used my gun to shoot the back of their bullet to fire their gun. I think that's the way it should have been. That's how a week away. Well, people do get killed. I hear that all the time. People being killed by a fucking 22. Like, it's a, it's a close range gun, you know? Yeah. You know what? You hear about it, but like, I got shot with a 22 and I died nine years later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Because the bullet's still with me and it hit something, you know? And so, yeah, you, you hear that a lot. Yeah, one of my high school buddies, uh, he got shot with a 22 in his arm and he still has some bullets in there, you know? <laughs> I heard of that too. And and so, so it, like you said, maybe he got infected like five years later, you know? Yeah. 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 But he'll get, look, look, you can still feel him right here, you know? Because he, he put his arm up. Yeah. So they shot him all in his arm, you know? But so he would say, like, they, they didn't take out of him all because they couldn't get him, but he goes, you could feel two right here, you know? Yeah. Crazy like that. The insurance only cover four bullets. <laughs> you know what? There's someone, and I would tell you who because he didn't, you know, he, he sort of said this to me. I don't know if I should say, 
But there's someone in our fucking office that got shot in the ass. Oh, no shit. Yes, with a 22, and he still got it in that ass. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Because oh, he's going through metal detectors. Yeah, yeah. yeah he can't travel. He can't yeah, travel. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, we come to the part of the show where we do a couple of shout-outs. And um, so, um, you, you know, we always give our shout-outs, Frankie. Yes, and, um... Uh, RJ, yeah, know. RJ's uh, immature sour hour. Keep listening to him, and uh, you know what? Uh, last uh, podcast he did, he was by himself, and uh, but he's still trying, and that's all we want from you, RJ. Just keep trying, battle through, bro. Yeah, battle through. Then we got uh, Kiko, Kiko with uh, the You Don't Care, bro podcast. Yes, I heard the last one was pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, he's busy. He's touring with uh, um, Fluffy right now, so it's gonna be a while before he releases another one. But the the guy's busy, man. Uh, understand? Yes, no. sir. Then you got uh, Bigger Man. The, 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 the hardest working man in podcasting. That guy's, you know, that you, guy can you work. Know, you know what, dude? Uh, um, I, don't, I don't like to talk shit about anybody, but uh, oh! I, I don't, you know, because yeah, you no. know what? Once you say it, it's recorded, and then people are going to um, repeat it to you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I got to say something. You know what? I, um, uh, we, we use Anchor to um, broadcast, right? Yes. And so I, I reported a big event to Anchor because I think he's fucking using uh, uh, enhancing drugs for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey for, man, for, for hey dude, you, day night, yeah, you're, you're you're on something, fucker. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I reported you to the property authorities. They, day they, night, they're bro. gonna drug test you. <laughs> this guy got way too much energy, yeah. you know. Yeah, this guy. Good, good job, brother. Yeah, good job. Uh, but we're gonna drug test you, man, because uh, we don't see. Oh, <laughs> they got to put an asterisk next to your podcast. <laughs> Hardest working man, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Luke, yes, we want to thank you for uh, for joining us and uh, and uh, sitting here through the bullshit. Yes, sir. And, and I tell you what, I apologize, man. Some things I shouldn't have said, but yeah. Well, what do you do? Too fucking late. Now. And like I and like I said, dude, no one listens, dude. Okay, good. No one listens. You yeah, go. you're very good. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're uh, we're done with this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And like I said, uh, if you like what we're doing, go ahead and uh, forward it to somebody. You know, hey, you know, check these two fuckers out and uh, listen to them and uh, rate us on um, on the, the Apple Podcast. Yeah, good or bad, we'll take it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you guys do. And then also, um, a couple episodes ago, um, uh, we were gonna um, people were gonna fact check fact. Fact, check us. Yes. And so apparently we're perfect because we don't want anybody money. So <laughs> I, I, I enjoy Fact. that. So far, so good. So really? far, yes. so far, so good. So thank you guys for listening. Frank. Hey, thanks everybody. We're out. Peace. <laughs>